Hey guys, welcome back to Sean Knobs and Boomsticks. What's up, Knobs? What's going on, Sean? I'm not done researching. You're you're taking advantage of my brain fog. That's all right, because I I have I have like a uh, I don't want to say a rant, but I, I I got a monologue. I guess I can go on. So yesterday you loaned me Hideo Kojima's. I've seen that. Where? Oh yeah, I did. I have seen that. Yeah. Or did I that's post what, that? That's what. No. My, oh, okay. my buddy. Uh, um, jive uh posted that no i i, I kind of want to check it's got me curious anyway uh yesterday you loaned me death stranding i've been looking for a game to sink my teeth into recently nothing has really caught my was attention that, yesterday? that was yesterday wow <laughs> so i i've been trying to play a bunch of different stuff recently uh, I've been replaying stuff, just bits and pieces of games here and there. I, I downloaded Rage 2, played some of that, did not fall in love with it. I have no issue with it. I think it's fine. It just didn't suck me in. It, it, it took me It took me three tries. Yeah. I had to make a concerted effort. I'm like, all right, let's try this out. I don't know anything that's going on. I'm just going to shoot some stuff and see if I can figure this shit out. Yeah, and it's not bad. It's I, I So far, first impressions, I, I think you're right on track with like a seven. It's not blowing me out of the water, but everything is fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's solid. I mean, everything makes sense. Well, well put together game, well crafted. It just doesn't have that X factor or whatever the fuck you want to call it for me. Well, it's, it doesn't have the it doesn't have a good hook. Like yeah. at this point, we've seen post apocalyptic games everywhere. Yeah, and there wasn't. Oh, great! Mechanized super industrial villain coming checks all these boxes. I'm like, okay. Yeah, but. Like, I don't know if they were expecting the the crushers to be the thing that was like, gotta go kill these, like the giants. Yeah. Did you, how much did you play? Did you play I, have, I did not play much. I don't think I, I mean, there's one the that wrecks, at the beginning that where that guy gets killed at the very beginning. I don't think I yeah, any, any There's giant. seven of those things that are okay. like kind of hunts. Okay. And they're kind of fun. Like each one's got their own little individual thing and then. But at that point, you're so over, you're so overpowered. Yeah. Or at least where the way I played that game, I was. Uh, but yeah, it's a, a solid game. I, I feel like a lot of video games have taken over for, you know, like B movies back in the day, you know, like robot jocks and, and things like that. Yes. And I, I don't mean necessarily like nowadays they have like the ridiculous Sharknado and stuff. It's not a bad thing, though. No, it's not. It's it's actually it's cool because you get these crazy things and nobody has to commit a movie budget to it. You know, you can still do all that stuff, but on a game budget, which I'm guessing is significantly less than if you put that on a screen. On yeah, the you big screen. that'd be the other way around <laughs> with the amount of resources. That are, I, I guess it's more of a team than I'm guessing it's. Yeah, there are thousands of, they, of people. They don't. They don't have actors. They have to pay twenty million dollars to. They just have developers. <laughs> you well, know, the voice actors they pay scale or something. Yeah, voice actors. But uh, again, they're not. They're not up there making Tom Cruise money or whatever. So it's. I mean, all that stuff. You don't. Have you to, don't know. You don't have to get the insurance. I'm sure, Steve Broom Bloom is rolling in the quiche. Well, I'm sure he is. I'm not. I'm not saying they're like poor. I'm just saying they're, they ain't making no fucking a list Hollywood money. But there ain't nothing wrong with that either. I'm not. No. I'm not bashing anybody. I'd love to be just a voice actor. I think that'd be a perfect gig. Nobody knows your face. You're making money. You know, like it, it, people really have to like seek you out on the internet to know what you look like. You yeah. Go, how else are you gonna be an angry beaver? <laughs> <laughs> um. So anyway, I started playing Death Stranding. Now this is a game that initially, when they announced it two three years ago, I was hyped for it because I love Kojima, right? I finished almost In, all the Metal Gears except insert for the audible eye roll here. 
almost all of them except for the most recent one, Phantom Pain. But I, I love Kojima and his weirdness, and which is weird because it's it's anime weirdness. It doesn't make sense. It's, it's not good storytelling. But I accept it because the gameplay is solid. His cinematography is solid, and that is not a pun because of Metal Gear Solid. Uh, <laughs> I just realized I said that. But anyway, um, so I was initially excited for Death Stranding, had no idea what it was. And then as the game got closer to release, you may or may not remember, dear listener, if, if you were a listener then, and I started seeing gameplay videos, I was suddenly like, what the fuck is yep. this? This is a goddamn, this is a courier si simulator. What is happening? I had no desire to play it. Lost all interest, watched some some clips, some videos of it, and I was like, okay, this looks stupid as fuck. You just carry shit around. You have to balance packages. That's the that's the gameplay. I think that's a little oversimplification, but okay. It's really not. Really? <laughs> it's 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 a, okay. it's Loaderbot the game. It's uh okay. So I played it I played it quite a bit since last night. I put some hours into it. Dude, dude wait, I haven't seen you in like a day. Yeah. I played about I got about four hours into this game. Okay. So that should tell you something right there. There's something to this game that kept me playing it. Because I don't make myself play games I don't like. I will put that shit down in a heartbeat. I don't care. My time is more valuable. Um, the Kojima weirdness is, is there in full force for sure. Um, the characters names are well. you got your main guy, Sam Porter Bridges in your job. You know, you're a porter and you also have to build bridges. That's the whole thing with the game. It's just it's so on the nose with this wannabe deep esoteric nonsense. And then you have characters named Die Hardman, not Die Hardman, Die Hardman. Yeah. And then you have Hartman. You have Deadman, Deadman, uh, Fragile. You know, she's a courier, too, from what I gather. She's only in the game briefly, but, you know, she Fragile. She builds little bridges. <laughs> but she delivers packages, fragile packages, I'm guessing. I have no idea. Um, she must be Italian. You got Normus, Norman Reedusman. No, he's, he's just, uh, that's the Sam Porter character. But, uh, so anyway, it's, it's all the Kojima weirdness that I'm used to, so no surprises there. But... And the gameplay is what you think it is so far. Again, I'm I'm only four hours in. It's a huge game. Eventually, you get vehicles and stuff. But basically, they're like, hey, we're trying to reconnect America. Some kind of post-apocalyptic setting, I guess. And it's called the United Cities of America now for some reason. Lindsay Wagner is the president. She dies right away. And then her daughter succeeds her, like, you know, the presidency. <laughs> so Jesus, like Isla Dogs. And her daughter is portrayed also by Lindsay Wagner. Um, but it's, it's weird that I'm enjoying this game and I can't recommend the game because it's fucking weird. And I think I'm just in a weird place with games right now. So something unique and different is kind of hitting that spot for me. Yes. Uh, but literally it, it, I'm just carrying packages and I'm like, and then there's like some, when you're carrying your delivery, you'll sometimes see a drop delivery and you're like, oh, and you can deliver that too. And you get excited. Oh, wow. <laughs> you get excited. Jesus. It's uh, it's exactly what it sounds like, but there's there's something this weird to it. This is the only thing it. this is missing is branding. What's like that? You're carrying Amazon packages around. Uh, you revive your stamina with monster energy. Shut up. Dead serious. Shut full, up. full, Fully rendered monster energy cans with the big green M on them. Like it is... Yeah. And then when you, you have to, uh, there, here's some of the weirdness in the game. So you have to pee and shit in the game. Great. Uh, you can pee wherever you want. I don't know if you, I don't think you can shit wherever what, you want. What color bars are those? <laughs> There's no bars. You just watch a little milliliter thing go down and then you have a toilet. And then here's the fight. Here's the great thing for when you're taking a shit. You go into this, you go into your bathroom 
and then these doors, these uh, cylindrical doors close, glass doors, and you're you're covered that you can't see it. And then you hear what you think is like farting sound, but it's a motorcycle. And there's an advertisement for Norman Reedus's ride show on AMC, which apparently is a TV show starring Norman Reedus where he rides his motorcycle. That's what I've gathered from this advertisement. And you hear a motorcycle revving while you take a shit. You're right. That's a real thing. Okay. And yeah. So there's an advertisement for that while you're while you're taking a poo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Eventually, you make weapons out of your pee and your blood. You get piss piss grenades and blood grenades. Yeah. I'm dead. I'm not making this up. <laughs> and everybody's like, yeah, this sounds horrible. And you are correct. This does sound horrible. But yeah, just the the serenity of marching with your shit. And if you just hold L2 and R2, you don't ever really lose your balance because that was the other gameplay feature I would always see is like sometimes you go off balance and you'd have to hit R2 real fast. Yeah. If you just hold them down, you don't lose your balance. You just, <laughs> do you just move slower? You just move a slightly slower, ever so slightly slower. It's like playing an Elder Scrolls game when you're over encumbered is, is what I would <laughs> compare it to, which is terrible. Nobody yes. likes to be over encumbered in a fucking Elder Scrolls or Fallout game because uh, it slows your character down. So I wouldn't say you slow down that much. Um, but yeah, I don't know how long I'm going to stick with this. I, I can't say. And I it's, can't say you got to buy this game. You got to play this game. I'm just shocked well, as soon that as I'm enjoying get, this game at all. As soon as you start throwing your your your, your monkey balls at people. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got. Oh, man. Well, that and I even got to like that's I don't even know what that's for. You don't fight anybody. You're just you just run away. Basically, you don't fight the, the yellow like hazmat dudes uh that were in the trailer yet. maybe that's later again i'm not with a little clampy head thing or that mark. thing you have one of those see, that's your detector for when the ghosts the yeah. uh the bts as they're called uh when they show up but you can't see them this that thing goes nuts it's connected to your bb your uh <laughs> your baby in a bottle yeah your uh baby what, bottle uh what does it stand for something baby anyway bridge uh, baby yes that's exactly what it is bridge baby yeah, um, i pay attention uh, and so then you just kind of crouch and go slow and you have a button to hold your breath and then eventually you get past the danger and you move on. So you got to hold your breath around the BTs. Yes. Where they, only hold where, it for they, where was BT stand for? Bridge terror? I think it's like beached thread. I might be making that up. Because um, everything has to do with threads and strands and rope. You're connecting knots. These cities are called knots. You have to connect the knots. And that well, that's one of the themes I actually like about the game as... This is going to sound very old manish, but it's just it's nice to play a game where you're, the, the whole idea is to connection instead of connection destroying. instead of just killing everything, which is also weird coming from me because I just love shooting uh, no the shit. shit out of stuff. That's yeah. my favorite thing to do in games, just destruction. But it's just different. It's different. Again, I don't know how long I'll stay with it. I'll be surprised if I'm still playing it next week. But for now, it's like I, I want to go play it some more. I got packages to deliver. Isn't that nice when you get that kind of feeling of the game? That rage got me on that, like I said, like the second or third attempt where I was like, you know what? I'm really going to just sit down and play it. Yeah. And then I found like it's like when you get a toe, like a foothold in something, you're like, all right, cool. Now I know where to take the next step. Yeah. And it just continually builds on itself. And then you get proficient at the gameplay and what id and like bethesda try to do with their shooter shooters is have like a flow to the fight yeah like you want to they want you to be using all your powers and it gets right. to the point where it's throwing you enemies where you have to it's just shooting everything that moves isn't always going to work or yeah. not work as efficiently um, and uh and i think the mix-up of that gameplay that you're playing might be the 
the palate cleanser for what's coming in a month. So, yeah, I don't. I I'm shocked though. I, I am because I'm, I'm literally just as of right now just carrying packages, and uh, it's a gorgeous game. I think that helps a lot. Uh, it's absolutely gorgeous. The other it it reminds the simplicity of the gameplay reminds me of like a a, a game you would play on your phone. Yeah. In that you, you get that dopamine hit, but you didn't put a lot of effort into it, basically. <laughs> like you're not really doing much. And it's that simple. It's kind of brilliant in that regard. So as you're just waiting to hit equilibrium, you're like, I'm good. So, <laughs> it, yeah, I, yeah, it's just uh, I, I don't like I said, I don't know when I'll stop. I don't care about the story uh, at all. But Norman Reedus is great. As, as, you know, with the lines he has anyway, you know, he's got the understated performance, which is nice. Well, that's kind of what he's good at, too. Yeah, and it, it helps a lot than the the gruff, uh, over-the-top, solid snake, rawr, rawr, snarled, yeah. Dave Mustaine-sounding voice where it's just so overacted. So every, the acting's a way better in this, I mean, as ridiculous as everyone well, is. Well, I mean, look at the names. actors that he got. I mean, like, Mad, Mad Mickelson is fucking great. Mads Mickelson, Guillermo del Toro, Lindsay Wagner... Norman Reedus. I haven't even got to the... Well, I've seen a little bit of Mads Mikkelsen. I guess Troy Baker's in it. There is a human element to human villain element that I kind of came across, but it was just more of an introduction. And once I ran a certain distance, they backed off because of the... There's so many weird elements I'm not even telling you about, like the rain. I thought it was like an acid rain, but it's called time fall. What this rain does, anything it hits, it makes it age rapidly. They demonstrate that early on in the game. So that's why everyone's covered. Everyone's covered, but also damages your packages. So... You, you want to, you know, get out of the rain or, or find cover if you can. But it rains a lot in this fucking game. And I've I've had to just walk through it. My packages get there. They're like two percent damage. It's not a big deal. But maybe later on, there's going to be longer distances, more encounters that because you get you get and you get package repair spray. <laughs> so this game is such a game. It is like <laughs> such a video game It is such a video game. Uh and yeah, everything I'm saying is ridiculous, and I can't believe I'm I'm enjoying it at all. But it's it, there's something to well, that good. gameplay for for me. Again, I can't recommend it to anyone. Like, do you want to play a fucking pizza delivery guy? <laughs> I I bought it because it's I, to me it's a piece of art, and I think that should exist. I think that moves the needle forward for the medium. It's definitely unique, and. I still stand by that, man, they threw a lot of money at this game. I'm real, I wish they would release numbers for sales if they made their money back on this, because you can. there's a lot of money in this game. You can tell. You know what? You know, they keep giving Kojima money, so I'm guessing everything does okay. <laughs> well, I know Metal Gear does fine, but that's an established IP. Uh, yeah, but Metal Gear has always done fine, and even uh, when it was that niche title. Well, yeah, but, I mean, it was also different back then. It stood out more when it first came out, uh, mm. being, being a... A stealth game when there weren't really stealth games without ninjas yeah yeah there's technically ninjas in that game but yeah so that's uh, that's my my this week's talk about death stranding ask me next week maybe i'll be balls deep in it maybe i'll be fucking done with it i don't know i i cannot wait to find out <laughs> all right uh let me see i guess a new map dropped in pub pub so i might be checking that out this week in PUBG. um but I kind of got way back into playing Dead uh, Dead Dead Cells, yeah, and that's a that's a a rogue light, like because it's not, uh, 
it, it doesn't feel like you're constantly beating your head against the wall. Like you always feel like you're making good progress and you're always earning something. Um, I finally figured out how the stem cell system works. Because uh, I had, hadn't played this game in, in months. So you beat the uh, you beat the game one time. You beat the uh, the hand of the king guy at the end. And then you pretty much just like one shot the king. And you collect a cell from him. And it's this red glowy cell. You go back into the storm drain. You go. You start back over, and then you active. You go to this long tube, and everything you unlock in the game's held from the ceiling in like these like vials, like these chain vials. Mm-hmm. They look really cool. So you unlock stuff, and another little thing gets put up. And there is a f- metric fuck ton of these things. Like if you're if you're a completionist and you want to get this shit, you're gonna be fucking mad <laughs> by end of it. There's gotta be. A thousand different things to unlock in this game. Not even counting the goddamn costumes, which they patched in. It's great, so I can't wait to do that. Nice. Um, so you activate the cell, and it's actually like you know, one stem cell is a hard mode. The next stem cell is the second hardest mode, and then you slowly build the difficulty up one step at a time. Meanwhile, oh, okay. fighting through a randomly generated dungeon, randomly generated equipment, so you're never going to have that stable. You know, that stable gear set that you're just going to stick with. You're yeah. going to want to try new shit and see, because you don't have a choice. Like, right. okay, this is here and I'm in a shit show. Ugh. <laughs> the only thing that I, that I don't like that they patched out of the game were the time-locked doors. So in the vanilla version of the game, you had, um, you had these doors that if you, you know, if you got to this point in two minutes, you unlocked it, you got a whole bunch of coin and a bunch of cells. Yeah. And then there was another one in this level. And there was another one in the next level in front of you in like the B line section of the dungeons. Because the dungeons have branching paths too. Yeah. So you can go to a different dungeon that leads to a different thing that you might run into a different monster instead of, you know, instead of fighting the concierge and the timekeeper and then the hand of the king, you might fight conjunctivitis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which is a giant floaty eye thing. Um, that makes sense. Right. And then you skip like these other sections of the of the world or the castle that you're in, which is really cool. Um, the thing that keeps me coming back to this game is it is the controls are tight. Yeah, I mean just on point. Like you, you, if you die in that game, usually it's your fault. Yeah, like the game doesn't pull any punches. It doesn't cheat. I uh, just figure out how to use the shields. Because now that's a, a thing. So I like parries in games, and now I'm playing that parry game where yeah. kind of like like passively aggressive play, like where I'm attacking, but I'm attacking by countering, and then leading into like how I how I how you play your way through Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, like Ninja Gaiden, you like yeah, you might get a good first strike combo, but that's usually not enough. You need to play off the counter to really put people down fast. Yeah, that's that's like Jedi Fallen Order as well. But yeah, man, that game's good. I mean, real good. And uh, one of our listeners and, and friend of the show, uh, Heiko, he's pushing me to pick up Risk of Rain, which I might lean into. But I got to get Dead Cells out of my system. So, right. Going to be pounding on that game. And then, of course, Overwatch. All right. Uh, let's move on to. You want to talk about us? I was going to save that for last. Let's, move, let's do it. Okay. Our- 
comics are going to be quick because we don't read anything. That wasn't a weird personal non sequitur. We watched a movie. <laughs> Let's us talk this about week. us. Yeah. Uh, no, just uh, I, Welcome I haven't really. Sean Noms in therapy. Uh, <laughs> Rob Liefeld, the creator of Deadpool and Cable, and a uh, big part of Image Comics in the nineties, and, and a bunch of pouches and no feet. Pouches. Uh, yeah, he uh, he tweeted something today. Just a, or today or yesterday, and it just said he predicts Venom 2, which comes out in October of this year, 2020. He predicts Venom 2 to be the highest grossing movie this year. Or like, I think he may, I think he might have meant like comic book movie, you know, Wonder Woman yeah. and Eternals and Black Widow and Snake Eyes and everything like that. Um, and he got like immediately people started, oh, what about Wonder Woman? What about this? What about that? And I started thinking about what he said. And, uh, and I don't know if he means like highest grossing or if he means most profitable, because those are two different things. Right. But the original Venom made a shit ton of money on a hundred million dollar budget. It, it made its money back here alone. It made over 200 million in America and it made almost 900 million worldwide, which is insane. Um I mean, not, that's still not like Joker money, I guess. Joker did better overall, but still for... No, highly profitable movie. Highly profitable movie for what is... I mean, if I'm being honest, it's really a guilty pleasure. I love that movie, but it's not a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> but I love well, it. It's, it's one of those ones I have trouble turning off if I come across it. I really like the second half a lot. I find it really enjoyable. Um, Tom Hardy's great, and that helps a lot, too. But anyway, um, so I was thinking about that. Okay, we got Wonder Woman... We, we got this uh, Harley Quinn movie. Uh, Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey, sorry. Uh, and again, Snake Eyes, Eternals, and Black Widow. So I think Black Holy Widow... Holy shit, that Snake Eyes movie comes out this year? Yeah, I just found that out. So that Fuck. comes out, in, I think it's supposed to come out in October as well. I'm not sure if it's out. Maybe it, later this year. Fall. Sometime in fall, I believe. The guy who's playing Snake Eyes, uh, Henry Golding, tweeted or posted a picture on his Instagram today, so I checked that out. I'd be interested to find out what version of Venom... Or not Venom, but Carnage. Are they really going to, like, what design are they going to use for him? Yeah. I hope he's spindly. Like, thin. Well, that's the only thing I didn't like about Woody Harrelson, as opposed yeah, to... Yeah, like, he doesn't quite have the body type that I'm yeah. expecting for Venom. Or Carnage. Carnage. God damn it. Um, you. But yeah, I'm with you. You want a tall, skinny dude. Or just at least a skinny guy. He can get bigger when he puts yeah. the suit on or whatever. But just a... Just have it lanky. Yeah, there's something really creepy like, about the way he looks and the, the counter to, to Venom, even though he's technically more powerful or whatever. Um, but I think, I think he's onto something though. Uh, and I'll, the reason being again, Venom did really well, despite critics and everything. Uh, I feel like it kind of almost has like that Batman begins level hype, you know, where people were like, how's this going to be? And everybody went and saw Batman and then everybody saw the dark Knight. Yeah. you know, everybody went and saw that. So I'm kind of looking at it that way. And, I, and I'm not saying Venom is on par Christopher Nolan movies don't take that the wrong way uh but just that that same kind of deal and again he uh carnage and if they show a hint of spider-man in a commercial that'll push this movie over the edge yep. if there's even a cameo and they hint at it people are gonna fucking that's butts in seats dude butts in seats I can see his point the I think black Widow. I think I feel like Wonder Woman's the biggest competition would be my guess, uh, followed by Black Widow. Um, you could, Black Widow is well known, obviously, but I feel like Wonder Woman just is a bigger character overall. Yes. Um, even though I, I much prefer Black Widow and Marvel movies. Uh, but I feel like Wonder Woman would be the one to 
unseat it or not unseat it, but I feel like that's most likely to be the biggest movie of the year. And that's my prediction. Well, I, and I think in the thing I find frustrating, that frustrating is frustrating as, as that might sound is I think Wonder Woman will win. Like, and not that it's a competition. I'm happy all these movies exist. Right, exactly. I mean, really, I am. Like, right, there's room for all of them. There like, absolutely is room for all these movies. There's no hate like, going like in that, any like direction. The, the division is like, you know, like the, the console camp things. Like, you know, Xbox versus PlayStation 5. Yeah. Like, I don't fucking care. There's room for everybody. More games, the better. Like, it's not bad and for it, anybody. competition drop makes for better movies and better consoles. So Right. So... Like I don't, I don't want to see like the PC agenda be the thing that pushes that ahead because then you're always going to have that mental asterisk on why that won, which is why I don't like a lot of children's movies being like the highest grossing movies because those numbers are skewed. Yeah. Because there's by default more people going to those. Absolutely. Because children are not going to go by themselves. No. They're going to have parents. They're right. going to have other kids with them. Right. Just to get them through the day, so I think those are artificially inflated numbers. When when you're comparing, well, it's what uh, you know, highest Christmas movie like you know, Toy Story two or something like. Yeah. You literally are bringing hordes of children with you. That's the choice movies. you make by with your ratings, though. Too. I mean, you could make a G-rated Venom movie. <laughs> I don't know how that would. I don't I, think that would do well. I don't know I, if that's an app comparison. I don't want to see that. No one wants to see that. Some some parents out there want to see that. The people who are offended by the Super Bowl halftime show want to see that. But uh, wait, what? People are offended by that? Oh yeah, there's all kind of great memes going on about it. All the all the Karens going off about the. I guess they were offended at the the out the the outfits. Thought they were too Have revealing they never or something. Seen Shakira? Like probably not. I I, I, <laughs> I had guessing. to of. Well, here's the thing, though. I, w- I watched it the next. I didn't even watch Super you know, Bowl. Her, one of her biggest hits, her hips don't lie. Like, what What are you expecting? I watched. I had to watch it the next day because of all the outrage, and I was so bored by it. I was like, this is lip syncing and dancing, which bores the shit out of me. And everybody. So you have two camps. You have people that it's the greatest halftime show of all time. It's the best thing ever. You'll never top it. And then you have the other camp, which is <laughs> those ladies need to put some clothes on. Oh, girl. And I'm, uh, I'm just like. How's anybody entertained by this at all? And I was like, I want to see titties, first of all. I, Let me see some absolute nudity. <laughs> I'm, dude, I'm so nonplussed by all of that shit. Yeah. Like, and the, and the other thing I always find, sorry, I was like, well, or you know those people that always have to justify them watching Super Bowl? Well, I only watch it for the commercials. Yeah. Go fuck off. <laughs> dude, just watch the fucking football game. But it's the commercials. So I was like, dude, that puts such a weird stigma on the Super Bowl commercials that now they're just boring. Yeah. It's, it's just... Like I'm happy that was it was a fun game to watch, you know. I got, you know, I think, you know, the Niners kind of got fucked a little bit, but that's just, from me watching football and being a Browns fan, I way more attuned to the fucking referees than any other than most <laughs> sports fans are. But I don't know, and it was it was a cool win, like just how it played out, and like I called that game was over when. Uh, when Mahomes hit that 40-yard pass when they were third and 15, I was like, this game's done. Even though they were still down 10 at that point. Like, it's just that big momentum shift in that game. I was like, all right, they're they're fucked. Yeah, yeah I did not watch it at all. No no interest, no horse in that race. Um, but, yeah, I, I did like some of the, the quote-unquote controversy. And then, like I said, I had to watch it to see what was so controversial. I was like, this is a rated no, G performance. I don't. PG at worst. I, if you're being upset at the lowest common denominator thing, like maybe you need to evaluate what's really upsetting. Yeah. 
Uh, all right. So anyway, on from that. Uh, so, oh, yeah. So you, what do you think? Wonder Woman, Venom 2? Just it, there's no stakes here. But what do you, what would you I predict care. Like, as I, of right I'm, now? I'm pretty sure uh, because of the, the kind of the climate that we're in that Wonder Woman is going to have a great showing. Yeah. And I don't think Venom's going to, no matter, even if Venom is a superior movie, I, I think I, I think Wonder Woman's going to outperform it. I, I agree. I think Wonder Woman, and Venom's my boy. I know you love Venom, so of course we would love to see Venom on yeah. top if if it really mattered. But of course I'd love to see Venom on top. But at the same time, I want him back in the Marvel Universe too, but I'm not going to open that can of worms. Uh, but we haven't even seen anything from Venom 2, but Andy Serkis is directing it. The cast is back, and we know there's going to be carnage, and they've hinted at Tom Holland making an appearance. We don't know how big, but uh, that would be amazing yeah no i think it's all i think it's again i think it's all good things yeah and you know uh, and then i think eternals has got to do the worst right who gives a fuck about the i don't know anything about the eternals and i don't care no but i'd like i'm like excited to see that just because it's it's such actually i think this is the biggest risk they've taken yet yeah oh definitely i didn't think guardians of the galaxy because i knew the potential of that yeah uh from reading it prior I, I knew that they had all the writings of being a fun, like, buddy movie. Yeah. Uh, this, oh, I don't know how they're going to make it interesting. Yeah. Like, it is so <laughs> it is so steeped in, in, in Marvel lore, like Marvel cosmic lore, which yes. is even more obscure. Yes. Uh, leading into the, the Deviants and, and the Eternals and, and their battle. And I don't, I don't even know anything of what you're talking about. As a comic book reader, I'm, I'm lost already. I know they were created by Jack Kirby. Yeah, well, all right, so the, Eternal, all I know the Eternals them. are, like, all that are good in the world, and, like, you know, Sin and all that other bullshit is the Deviants, and they kind of have their influence on Earth and, you know, the things like that. And I don't know how they're going to tie that into what's happening now, because I think, uh, I think at some point they had retconned that Thanos was a Deviant at some point. Hmm. Um, I could be wrong on that. I remember reading that somewhere, but... Well, I did see that the actress uh, Gemma or Gemma, I think it's Gemma Chan. Yeah, that it's done filming. Yeah, she yeah. was in Captain Marvel. She's one of the Kree. She's Minerva. So I'm guessing we'll see some Kree action. Yes. Uh, well, and if it leads into that, and you, I, and I'm just excited to see like the weird shit in space. Yeah. Like, like that was the stuff that was always fun. Like seeing a legitimate. Um, supreme intelligence from the Kree. Like, that thing is fucking weird and terrifying. <laughs> Again, no idea what you're talking about. It's a big floating and green head that's got four eyes. All the smartest minds that die in the Kree culture get absorbed into the intelligence. I'm just really curious if someone like me, comic book nerd, fanboy, whatever, lifelong, if I'm like, I don't know about this, how the general public is going to react. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm well, very, very curious. Well, I have no predictions other than it, it won't do as well as Black Widow. Uh, for sure is my prediction there. I, I, I my hope is it does. OK, yeah. like it, it does. It doesn't it doesn't tank. It doesn't really bomb. But everyone's like, OK, that was weird. Dude, for me, but it sets the stage up for all the other things that could happen in the the, the Marvel the, the MCU. Like this introduces way for other villains and stuff to exist. Yeah, 
I mean, they are technically they already have the Cancerverse lightly established in Guardians 2, which is a huge threat, which would be a fun way to bring back, you know, Tony Stark and oh, okay. Steve Rogers because, you know, the the Revengers, you know, the thing. Um Yeah, I'm I'm just waiting for new X-Men stuff at this point and the new Spider-Man, like the bar, the MCU I, I'm not as big into it. I'm excited we, for Black we, Widow. I we like feel her. about New Mutants? Uh, it looks okay. Yeah, I've never been into New Mutants. I, I did. I didn't know who the New Mutants were until Cable and Deadpool showed up. Never heard of them. Really? Yeah. I mean, dude, I literally never heard of the New, new Mutants. And then, like twelve issues later, they were X Force. Yeah. I know nothing about the actual New Mutants. The New Mutants had a really interesting. It was their cover art really almost like got you to buy it. Like it no. was. I have a few issues of there, and I cannot remember anything that happened. I just remember that uh, Warlock being the weirdest thing I'd ever seen up until that point in comics. No. Um, I forgot about that one even coming out. Uh, I might go see it. It looks okay. I guess it's inspired by Nightmare on Elm Street 3, which is probably my favorite Nightmare on Elm Street movie. So that's interesting. Um, all right. Movie of the week. We watched Us. Jordan Peele's Us. This is uh, the second horror movie he has done. And uh, again, if you were listening before or if you want to go back, when we reviewed Get Out, I was incredibly surprised by how amazing Get Out was. I was concerned that it was overhyped yes. and that people were judging it on a certain scale. But it turned out to just be a fantastic movie, just well scripted, acted, written, directed, just everything about it. It moved fucking f gore in the right times, had good scares. Can't say enough nice things about Get Out. And now we have Jordan Peele's Us, which is inspired by an old movie called Chud, uh, Cannibalistic Humanoid Underground Dwellers. Um, no shit. I didn't put that together. Well, uh, the very beginning of the movie, there's well, an old TV. Yes. And there's some VHS tapes on the side. And one of them is Chud. Oh. <laughs> so he makes that blatant reference. And then my buddy Mark also told me that when they're filming on Santa Monica Pier, because it's set in the 80s, that what they're actually filming is the Lost Boys. No kidding. Yeah, that's kind of what they're ref referencing. So I didn't I didn't know that. I wouldn't have picked up on that. Um, Did you get the me. reveal at the end of the movie? Because I missed that one. Like, I didn't think that was part of the twist. Okay, so let's get into spoilers. We're going to go ahead and get into spoilers. Spoiler alert moving forward. So I watched this very disjointedly. Like, I started watching it late one night and ended up kind of falling asleep a little bit because it was late, late. All and right, so let, let's let's set up the movie real quick, though. Okay. Um, all right, so movie begins in the 80s. Uh, a family, a man, a woman, and their daughter are at a uh, on the Santa Monica Pier going to all the carney booth type attractions or whatever and uh because they have a carnival set up there I, i'm guessing it's not there all the time uh the girl wanders off in her michael jackson thriller shirt mm -hmm. ends up going down to like a subway or something well actually she ends up in the hall of mirrors oh that's right she Correct. she wanders off to the beach and then there's a fun house on the beach you know where it has like you know the jump scare things and yeah and runs into hall of mirrors uh and then sees it a duplicate of herself but it's not in the mirror it's actually her and then i thought the way that shot was presented was really cool yeah like how it's her back and she's trying to figure out why it's not her face right then turns around and it is her face and then she gets choked out um 
and so that sets up and then you uh there's some a little bit more back then because uh, she's scarred yeah um, they just showed the ptsd and right and just the way the father had just discounted that even being a possibility yeah was very of that time yeah it's like come on it's not like she was in nam <laughs> right you know i was like oh my god i was like that's imagine how i would imagine those kind of like something that was very jarring but you know and just completely uh uh, minimized by the fact that it wasn't the worst possible outcome of all things ever. Yeah. Um, and then, so we flash forward to modern times. Uh, the girl's all grown up. She's portrayed by Lupita Nyong'o. And I don't know. And then she, she's married. She, they have two kids of their own. They're at the pier. And, but she's all freaked out by carnival stuff. And, and the beach. And the beach, yes. And then all of a sudden, these uh, people start showing up in red jumpsuits that look just like them. Yes. And it becomes kind of like the strangers. And uh, uh, yeah, so that's the setup for the movie is all of a sudden, and they're not the only ones. Eventually, everybody has these doppelgangers of themselves and they're all wearing red jumpsuits. Not just, not just, yeah. Not, I mean, when you say everyone, everyone in the country. Gary Oldman. Everyone. Yes. Yeah. Uh, like uh, that was surprising because like I, I kind of thought that was going to happen with the family. Like, oh, great. That's going to be a localized thing. Yeah. And it plays on the whole thing that happened around the 80s there with the whole push for Hands Across America. Hands Across America, 1986. And have that being the ultimate driver for these, for the the, the chuds. Yeah. <laughs> being, what the fuck? <laughs> um, so, yeah. Well, uh, and the red jumpsuits, like, they're all, cut, like, paper cutouts of each other just holding yeah. Hands Across America, like the picture. So I went into this open-minded excited because of get out and everything and i i came away terribly disappointed i could not get i was into it and i was on board at first and then i i was having trouble understanding like what are they doing why aren't they just killing them and and what is happening and then this is all leading to the big twist right so i'm watching it with my wife i'm watching it with maggie about halfway through the movie maybe and maggie's like i'm pretty sure that that girl is the girl from the it's like she figured the twist out way earlier really yeah she figured it out real quick and then i told her i was like well i said to her i was like well if that's the case because we hadn't got to the end yet i was like why would i even care we're following lupita nyong'o is who we care about and her family right we don't even care about this little girl anymore and that ended up being the twist is that when when she bumped into that girl that girl swapped places with her and she ended up being the chud and then she becomes the leader of the chuds because she can talk um kind of <laughs> well and again what is with that voice was so fucking cringy because she got choked so what they could have they didn't have to do that. It wasn't. It was meant to be scary, and it is so scary. It no, sounded I mean, it, like this. <laughs> but no, it's like, like sorry to go Seinfeld. It made on you. it made no sense that like initially why her voice would be fucked up. Yeah, it, that didn't make sense. So all right, now I understand why she had a scraggly voice because she got choked out as a little kid, and her her voice box didn't fucking heal. Yeah, like it's just it's no. fucked. I got it. But again, the, the real bit reason for it was to be creepy, except to me, it wasn't creepy. It was silly. It was not it, a creepy. It voice. was a little silly. So like, as soon as she started talking, I was, I was and I said to Maggie, like, as soon as she started talking, I was like, I said to her, I was like, I don't know if I can take a whole movie of this <laughs> because her voice is so stupid. I don't know how they decided on that. They could have come up with so anything else. Almost. There wasn't much. I mean, there were a few things that I liked, like uh, the like the little boy figured out that the 
the other little like the little clone the little kid was mimicking him the yeah. entire time like how she ended up being or how he figured out how to manipulate that kid and get him to walk into the fire right i thought that was really cool and i swear to god i did not see her in the maroon van right next to it when he was walking backwards yeah i rewound it she is there the entire time i didn't i didn't see her either I didn't see her until she came out to grab him or whatever. I didn't notice either. Uh, Tim Heidecker's in it. Elizabeth Moss is in it. They're fu- they're great. I love Tim Heidecker. He's a douchebag in this movie. Um, it has some good kills in it. Uh, Likeable uh, characters. Yeah. You know, I like the characters, but it, like, I don't know. It's just, like it wasn't. And the problem with following up a movie like uh, like Get Out is you just set the bar really high. He did, but like, I mean, even without comparing it to that, it just didn't gra- it grab me initially. I was I was all in it because I didn't know what was happening. But as I found out what was happening, I was I, the less I cared. But you know? I, I think if there was more of a motivation and reasoning, like outside of the exposition that the the original little girl said with the scraggly voice, I think if that was more impactful and clear, yeah, because even at that moment when she's chaining her to the bed like if you would have saw the chains when she's dragging little girl down there initially yeah you would have tied that together and like well what the fuck are all these clones doing down there right. how did they even exist right like i understand like the tethering and you know the shadows like but why right like, exactly it, but why it, like <laughs> if if we knew why they existed and them just being aloof, riding, riding roller coasters in a little hallway, right? Might, could have made more sense, but they didn't really seem to have an, a point of existing. Exactly. Other than that, yeah. And also because of the explanation, it made them less scary. So the explanation wasn't satisfying. No. And then on top of that, providing that, like I would have rather have not known. You know what I mean? I would rather almost just not know, see any of that. And not have any fucking clue than see what I saw and just be like, well, who cares? This is dumb, <laughs> you know, but I don't even know how, to, how I would fix this movie. I really don't. Cause I, I, I thought the premise was really strong. Like I remember seeing the trailer. I was like, oh, that looks good. You like know, they're, they're, I thought it was like a home invasion thing. I thought that was going right, to be like, the whole thing. Like strangers. Yeah. Like, that movie's fucking horrifying. Yeah. Because that could just show up and it doesn't matter who these people are. You're fucked. Yeah. Um, I think like if there was a little more exposition, there was more motivation of why they existed. Yes, and then were led out of the sewers or the the tunnels. And then, um, like like you said, they're, they're doing hands across America, and again, you're like, but why? I mean, I understand she was a little girl when it happened, but that was the old, like so that was the only thing from the outside that made it into into the into the tunnels, right? The, the tunnels, right? <laughs> made it into the tunnels. Um, and if you notice, like they had that thing, like it was this important thing that was going on. Yes, it was hands across America, and then you see like the black or the red handprints all over the place. Right. So then there, but when they were doing the hands across America thing, I was like, oh my god, that is great, and it's it was so dumb, dumb and yeah. I love it. <laughs> I it's it so dumb. <laughs> they're they're doing hands across America in red jumpsuits. And then what? To me, it was one of those things. It was right. It was but the underpants no- gnomes. It was like steal the underpants. Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. Profit. <laughs> I was like, too many question marks for me. I don't. Yeah. I don't follow. What is like, the point of this? I don't know. But if there was a, a more succinct reason on why they were doing the hands across America thing, yeah, maybe that would made more sense. 
Other, and also, than, other than just being this weird iconography that they saw, and that's all they knew. And then you have the tethering thing where they mimic, but they don't have to, I guess, because they can do what they want. It was it, it just wasn't fleshed out well. It just didn't make sense. They weren't sticking to their own rules, which is annoying. Well, that's, they don't know the rules at all, which is also a problem. Yeah, but they made it sound like, again, he walked that kid into the fire. Like, he had to do what he was doing. Yes. Why? <laughs> you know, like, I, I don't I don't understand. Uh, but I will take that orchestral version of I Got Five on it. It was fucking great. <laughs> he does a really good job picking music and, and oh, pieces yeah. that, that work really. Fuck the police. Oh. <laughs> not even just like the. That was let, pretty cool. The Alexa play. He's like, yeah. call the police. <laughs> Playing. Yeah. Fuck the, the police. police. <laughs> um. But yeah, like the whatever weird sounding opening songs, they just those are just nail the atmosphere so well. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't, I can't really recommend this movie. Um, I think it's okay. I think it's probably for me, it's probably a a six, six. I'd give it closer to about a four. I mean, you still had, um, you still had strong performances. Uh, you know, you had decent. It wasn't. It wasn't like just absolutely horrible, like Aquaman or something. I did really um, like what they were arguing about the body count <laughs> in the car. Yeah, I can drive. I have a higher body and I, count. And see, I love stuff. I love character stuff like that. Just little believable character stuff. And I, and I don't want to shit all over the movie, but overall, I was very dissatisfied again. And uh, compared to any horror movie, but also com especially compared to Get Out, I feel like this movie was something he wrote a long time ago. And then after the success of Get Out, people were like, what else, What do you got for yeah. us? And he's like, let me dust this this thing off. Maybe spruce it up a little bit just to get make some money. I, I don't feel like he was all in on that one, but I could be uh, wrong. I mean, I don't know. I, I think there are semblances of it, but I think it needed more a little more workshopping. You need better world building. But again, like I think this is this is something that would benefit him more as a director moving forward is that this wasn't the runaway success. He's yeah. like, that he needs to. Right. You know, take some lessons from what happened here. And I, do, I think the next movie is going to be great. I do wonder. Yeah, it's not I'm not I don't I don't think he's like done for or anything. It's not some awful travesty or anything like that. But again, like you said, he did set the bar pretty high for himself. Um, so like, I, was, I mean, I watched Get Out again uh, about a about four or five nights ago. Yeah, I can't fucking find a hole in that. Movie. No, that movie's just it's, that movie's immaculate. Like it, it's just fucking so well done. Ah. Uh, but yeah, us, I, I don't know, I'm like a three or a four maybe um, for me. Just uh, the elements that he got right were but, done really well, but there just weren't enough of them for me. Right. Like, I think, like, I liked, I liked all the people in the movie. My problem was the the lack of of threat, the, the meaning behind the threat. Yeah. If something's just violent for the sake of being violent, that isn't scary. Right. If there's uh, a malice or a purpose behind that that you can identify with, I find infinitely more terrifying. That's a good way of putting it. Um, uh, and that's this why like I'm not really like Jason. Like, oh, I love Jason. I, I, like, <laughs> no, I think that's fine. Same thing with Mike Myers. Like, it's just there to kill. Right. Like, that's all it is. Like, it's it's like the Terminator. Like it's just it is it's there to serve a plot purpose and that's it and it's supposed to be unstoppable. Right. 
Well, the reason that though, makes that makes sense to me. But those I, movies I, are played out now because you know we got inundated with that style, and now it's just it's not scary anymore. Now it's just no. now you go and root for the monster. You used to go see that movie and you'd be ter- scared. As a, as a kid, anyway, and then eventually it just became, yeah, I can't wait to see how many people he kills, you know? Yeah, like, you, at that point, you're chasing body count numbers. Yeah. Whereas, um, uh, whereas like, villains that have a motive that's, I'm not going to say 100% identifiable, but you can understand the reasoning why they think that way and the way they're crafted. Yeah. I think that's more terrifying when, especially when it's, like, a calm, calculated villain. I think of uh, well, I'm, these aren't. This isn't a horror movie, but like, dude, Baron Zemo in uh, yes. Civil War, man, or like, or Thanos, or you know, like that. But Baron Zemo to me was like, I thought that was a really cool villain because he he had motivations you could absolutely identify with. Yes, <laughs> and and his in his in his vehicle to do that was on a level that no one ever considered being a threat. Yes, which made that equally more brilliant. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Captain, or was or was it Winter Soldier? Winter Soldier and, and Falcon trailer looked great. Same thing with WandaVision. So that's uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon is coming out in September, I believe. Yes. Mandalorian and Season 2 is October, and then December is WandaVision. Is it December? I thought that was November. So I thought it said December. Or October. But I thought it was year. October. October is Mandalorian. So uh, they're, they're not putting all their stuff together like that. They're not going to launch them. So smart. they're staggering them. Smart. Yeah. Uh so that's exciting. That's some good stuff to look forward to at the end of the it year. It is. The end of the year should be good. Um, but yeah, that, that's pretty much all I got for this week. So we talked about us, Jordan Peele's Us. We talked about uh, Rob Liefeld uh, comic book movie predictions. Yep. And we talked about Death Stranding and Dead Cells. Um, check out... I, I, I haven't played Dead Cells. I've heard nothing but good things about it. And you can probably pick it up on... I know it's on Game Pass if you have yeah, an Xbox. It's, it's so you great. can make zero investment there and check it out. But it's on every platform. Uh, Death Stranding check out if you like my description and you're just like I gotta check this shit out but I can't I can't give it an actual recommendation and say <laughs> yeah you need to play this listen to what I said and then oh, shit. determine that that's in your wheelhouse I didn't even know he was still alive Kirk Douglas just passed away at 103 oh, wow. no shit rest in peace Kirk Douglas 103 that's a that's old for a dude that is that is for a dude that staggering. probably partied his fucking ass off back in the day too oh yeah I am Spartacus. <laughs> Good speed, old friend. All right. Well, we'll be back next week with another exciting episode. We hope you enjoyed it. And thanks for listening. Oh, wait. What are we going to talk about next week? All right. Murder Falcon. Yet. Let's read I'm Murder not, Falcon. Are we, we done? Well, no. I, I just went. No, I didn't. I was just uh, trying to keep that, like, top secret, man. Oh. Okay. I don't know. Not Murder Falcon. I don't, I don't even know what that is. Maybe Murder Falcon. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying to keep that behind the scenes, man. All right, so maybe something called Murder Falcon next week. Uh, <laughs> tune in. <laughs> I hope this all makes it in. <laughs> Bye. Later. Later.